Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. I have to crack my back. I need to stretch out my torso and and crack my back. Cause we we back, we back like a crack back. We back like a crack back. <laughs> we back like a like a crack back. I don't I don't know. I don't know what a crack bag is. <laughs> That's what we are. So, welcome back. Back like a crack bag. I feel... <laughs> I feel like I've committed... <laughs> I feel like I've now committed to a... a what do they call it? Not a punchline, like a, a catchphrase that I... <laughs> I wish I hadn't. <laughs> We back like a crack back. <laughs> Remember back in like the 90s when stand-up comedians would have catchphrases? Like, I feel like that's what's missing now. These days, like, these, these stand-ups, they ain't got no damn catchphrases. If I did stand-up again, you guys, here's what I would do. I would have catchphrases. <laughs> so many catchphrases. In fact, every other thing would be a catchphrase. And then... If you've ever seen one of my shows before, then you would be like, oh, I recognize that catchphrase, and you might laugh or clap. But if you haven't, then you would be like, I got to go see more of his show so I can, you know, recognize the catchphrases and start clapping. That's what I would do. That that would be my scheme. I would just be like a catchphrase comedian. We're like, we back like a crackback. And y'all be like, yeah. Woo, that's right. We back like a crackback. Anyway, um... <laughs> You know what? It's like riding a bike. I sat here and I said, what the fuck am I going to talk about? But then here we are, two minutes deep. <laughs> and I've talked about nothing that I said I was going to talk about. And instead, we back like a crack back. All right. So, y'all, we back. We back. I guess I guess we're st- starting season two. Guys, here's what happened. Here's what happened. A lot of things happened, you guys. It's been a wild. How have you been? Are you, you doing all right? All right. Well, really? Oh, okay. Well, yeah. Okay, same. Me too. Yeah, see, here's the deal. It's It's been a wild one, you guys. It's been a wild one. <laughs> so many things have happened, and I'm just like, oh, oh, oh my goodness. You know what I'm saying? So, like, because my original, check it out, guys. Here, lean in. Here we go. Let's get into it. <laughs> we back like a crack back. Let's get into it. No, let's get into it. I feel like that's too regular. Your catchphrase has to be, like, specific to you. You know what I'm saying? Like, 
you know, like as a stand-up comedian, you got to coin something so that you can like trademark it. You know, let's get into it. That's just too. That's too common. Um, how about scoopity doopity? Nope, that sounds like poopity scoop, and we're not going there. All right. Um, how about um, lame? Lend me your ear. <laughs> bit of Shakespearean, but a, a, little, a little bit of Shakespeare fire. Um, I don't know. I'll come up with something. <laughs> I just miss, you know what? I miss the catchphrase comedians, you guys. I don't know how we got back here. I was literally going to go into something that matters, but here we are. I miss catchphrase comedians because you know what? Here's, here's what did happen in the time in the interim when I was gone. Um, they finally decided to get Matt Rife a career. Like, y'all, yeah, like, <laughs> ah, good old Matt Rife. Been trolling the streets of Hollywood <laughs> since 1776. Like, I'm cute. I'm white. What's wrong? Why is this not working? <laughs> ah, it's like, ah, because you're not funny. <laughs> that i'm sorry i do think that matt rife is funny when he's like off the cuff and just being funny that's fine but the jokes i mean you know <laughs> anyways but good for him i you know i i know he's reached the a stratosphere of success very quickly such that people from my hometown are mad at him and i'm like you don't you don't know him <laughs> i get i get like offended i'm like i'm like you don't know you're not allowed to be mad at matt rife like, if anyone's gonna be mad at Matt Rife, I'm gonna be mad at Matt Rife. I'm gonna be fucking mad at. What the fuck do you know about Matt Rife? Have you sat through one of his sets? No. I want you fucking tell me you're mad at Matt Rife. You gotta earn that. You gotta earn that shit. Um. Anyways, good for him. I honestly, I genuinely wish. You know what? Like, if you out here and you work hard, you beating the motherfucking pavement, bitch. I don't care if you're funny or not. Shit, you win. And good for him. He finally bit the bullet and got on TikTok. <laughs> and they got, like, signed by CAA. And now CAA is going to make us hate him. They're just going to put him everywhere. <laughs> Even people from your hometown are going to be like, ah, I'm sick of seeing him. Ah, good for him. We love that. We love that. I love that. That's a that's a Hollywood success story. That's how it goes, you guys. You just go around town and tell bad jokes. <laughs> this is just my story. Not anyone else's. This is just my story. Go around town telling bad jokes and bad catchphrases <laughs> until finally CAA has no other choice but to sign you. <laughs> and then you out popping and you popping off. <laughs> and then you back like a crackback. <laughs> Ah, good for him. I love that for him. In fact, I think, I think, because he's got that new tour coming up, and I'm pretty sure, I'm pretty sure <laughs> that CAA bought an ad in the middle of this program for Matt Rife's new comedy tour. <laughs> and I think it's gonna. I think I'm not sure, you guys, because I didn't. I they told me they were gonna do the ad, and I was like, I don't care. I want to listen to it. But um, I'm pretty sure he's gonna have a lot of catchphrases. <laughs> <laughs> ah, back like a crack back, you guys. <laughs> so here we go. Here we are, you guys. What the fuck was I talking about? All right, we're seven minutes deep, and I've gotten nowhere. <laughs> so, all right, here we go. <clears throat> so, <laughs> when last I left, here's the deal. The original plan was that I was gonna start back with season two in June. That was the original plan. Um. Why? Because I'm a crazy person. <laughs> That's why. But then, you guys, some other stuff started happening, right? Interesting stuff. Weird stuff. Fun stuff. Interesting stuff. Uh, stuff about the podcast. Stuff not about the podcast. Stuff peripherally related to the podcast. And so now, there's just all this stuff in the air. And so, I'm, I'm just going <laughs> to come back here. I think like eight or ten episodes, because here's the deal. Okay, you guys. So, the here, the most fun thing that's happening right now is remember when I started the podcast you guys if you've listened at all um you've heard me talk about my film and how I said this summer 
I'm going to get my film out there. I'm getting creative. We're going to, it's going to be out there by the summer. I said, it's going to happen. It's going to happen. And I said all these things um, based on nothing, like <laughs> just speaking it into existence and also making myself accountable. Because, you know, if you say it enough times and people start to hear it and then you go like, oh, well, I guess I got to do that now. Anyway, so um, plot twist, it worked. <laughs> so, <laughs> plot twist, it worked, you guys. Uh, you know, go, go on and secret your shit into the universe, you guys. Because so, sometimes the shit works. Uh, the shit works. I like that. That's a good catchphrase. The shit works. We back like a crack back and the shit works. <laughs> So, all right, um, the shit works, you guys. I secreted it into the damn universe. And uh, so my film, Project and Serve, will actually be world premiering here in a couple weeks at the Michaud Film Festival. Now, see, this is, here's the thing. I I really wanted to world premiere at the Michaud Film Festival because for those of you who don't know, Oscar Michaud is a black filmmaker, a, a maker of what they called back in the day, they called race films, <laughs> films that they allowed black people to be. <laughs> and um, anyways, uh, Google that race films. And um, anyways, and so he was, uh, we'll, we'll call him like the old timey Tyler Perry. And so <laughs> Oscar me show the old timey Tyler Perry. And I thought, you know, what an appropriate, if you see my film, I was like, there's not a more appropriate festival than that for this. <laughs> so let's, I was like, that'll be the goal. And then plus, you know, it's here in L.A. And so the cast and crew can all show up and show out and get dressed and like come to the premiere. Not have to like fly to Amsterdam for the premiere, you know, or something. Because like that's unreasonable to ask people, you know, um, not that I wouldn't, but, you know, it's unreasonable. And so I just thought it'd be a great place to premiere. And it all has worked out. And I'm so happy about that. Sometimes you guys... <laughs> Sometimes you secret that shit in the universe and it be back like a crackback. I already forgot my second catchphrase, you guys. <laughs> Anyways, so I thought this is a great time to come back now because here's the deal. There's other stuff happening. I was I was going to push this season two back to, you know, correlate with other things and stuff. But um I think it's just better to come back now because we got a lot to talk about. So, <laughs> so you know, the first like uh, three or four episodes are going to be, you know, about this film festival that we're going to do here in the next few weeks. And then, um, then you'll just be stuck with, <laughs> once that plot line is over, you'll just be stuck with my regular <laughs> bullshit. So there you go. <laughs> and then we'll wrap it up soon after that i don't know i think like eight or ten episodes i don't know i'm gonna feel it out i'm gonna feel it out you guys i think it'll be fun it'll in september what is it now july yeah august september yeah whatever so it'll end sometime in september the beginning of september then whatever who cares all right you guys and so then there'll be more after that and more things to talk about oh you guys are gonna be so excited i can't wait um anyways but i'm super excited about my film premiering, you guys. Like, yay, the first festival of many. I'm secreting that into the fucking universe. But yes, our first festival is happening here soon. July what, 14th at LA Live here at, I was going to say the Staples Center, but it's not. It's called the Crypto Whatever. <laughs> Do they regret that yet? I hope so. <laughs> I just, you know, it was like, yeah, you know, oh, crypto's going going to be big. You know, and now it's kind of like, rrr, rrr, rrr. <laughs> I think everybody lost enough money in that. <laughs> uh, anyway, so, so exciting. It's going to be at LA Live at the Regal Cinema, July 14th at, and I don't, I don't know if they did this on purpose, but 4.20 p.m. Now, I don't smoke a lot of weed, but I know what 4.20 means, so. <laughs> It's going to be very exciting. I'm really excited about it. Got a, like, red carpet and shit. You guys, I've been buying clothes. Y'all, I've been buying clothes. I've been buying clothes, you guys, because I'm about to be photomographed. And you know I love to get photomographed. Anyway, so I'm really excited. And, um, yeah, so that's happening. I just got back from Texas. 
to visit my family because I'd planned a trip. Here's the deal, you guys. <laughs> I planned a trip to surprise my parents in the in the middle of like the summer, uh, and then and then I got in this festival. <laughs> And then my parents were like, oh, okay, well, we're coming to town to see the film, the film festival. And I was like, oh, <laughs> well, shit. Because <laughs> I'd already planned a trip like two weeks before the film festival to come see them. And so I was like, well, all right, well, then I guess, I guess I'm going to come surprise you. <laughs> and then two weeks later, you're going to come visit me in L.A. And anyway, so I just got back from Texas and boy, are my arms tired. No, that's a, that one's been done. Uh, I just got back from Texas and, uh, <laughs> shoot me in the, shoot me in the leg. I don't know. I don't know. They have a lot of guns there. A lot of guns, a lot of, um, um a lot of churches, <laughs> like, like a church of guns, you know, gun church. Actually, I think we might <laughs> <laughs> I think we might have a, a commercial for gun church coming up too. I don't know. Maybe, I don't know. Maybe Matt Rife is doing a commercial for gun church. I don't know. We're going to see anyway. So, <laughs> but yeah, Texas, a lot of, a lot of guns. The great thing about Texas, cause I, I, I went back, I haven't been in over a year. I haven't been back. And so I went back and the, the best thing about Texas is nothing changes. So nothing changed since 1883 it's all the same they still call you the n-word and everything sounds great i love it there anyway um <laughs> good to see family got to see my little nephews and stuff and call them weird names until i start to piss them off that's all i ever do just you know just try to piss the kids off you know they're like we miss you and then by the time i'm gone they're like get him out of here get him out of here we're sick of him i'm like i ah uh, my work is here is done. <laughs> ah, can you imagine if I if I had kids, I, they would hate me so much. Yeah, so I just got back from Texas. So yeah, um, it's exciting. Fourth of July and stuff. They pop a firecracker. It's Fourth of July. That's my favorite Fourth of July meme. It's that little black girl. She's like, it's the Fourth of July, and if the police is coming, oh, actually that ties into my film. The police is coming, right? And the mom goes, the, the, the police are right behind you, and she jumps and she goes, where? Anyway, I love that meme. So we're just talking about memes I like now. So. <laughs> Clearly I had a really tight itinerary planned. So 15 minutes of back like a crackback and then talk about your favorite memes. <laughs> it's Yes Be with SB. I think I forgot to say that too. <laughs> oh God. You guys, I haven't even, it's 17 minutes. I haven't even talked about what the fuck we're doing this show for today. Oh my goodness. Okay. So I've been, here's the deal. So I've been watching a lot of television. Okay. You guys, uh, since, since we've been gone, I believe the last show was murder murders. Uh, I've watched a few things since then. There's a lot of things going on. Uh, but one of the most important things that's going on in television right now, it's currently ending or it might be being renewed i think they're saying that it might be being renewed because i don't think that they really are willing to admit that a lot of people are watching it a lot of people are watching it but it's you know i guess critically banned whatever critics are saying they don't like it you know what i feel about the critics i feel i feel like the critics can all go you know you know that song that pound down song Y'all know that Pound Town song? <laughs> you know, it's just like the first time you hear it, you're like, what is happening? <laughs> and then like by the 30th time you hear it, you're like, what is happening? <laughs> I'm obsessed with it in the worst way. Like, if you catch me, like, on the streets, like, you know, out for a, a run on the streets or something, I'm probably listening to Pound Town. <laughs> I'm, all, I'm obsessed, and I'm obsessed with Shibuya. You guys, like, I can't stop. I, I need help. Um. Oh, this will be good. I can weave this in together. Uh, so, you know, music is also, you know, taking a, a turn, uh, which leads me to... What this episode of Yes Be is about, which I need to get there because I feel like we're 20 minutes deep now. So. 
I ain't even started the shit yet. I ain't even talked about it. I ain't even said the fucking words yet. Oh my goodness. <clears throat> this episode of ESP is about the critically panned yet brilliant show, The Idol. <laughs> and if you haven't seen The Idol, what are you doing? Why? Why would you why would you not watch it? It's like okay, you guys, here's the thing. So it's got the the writer and director of Euphoria. So you know, he's not, not controversial in any way. We're gonna watch the idol. You guys, here's the deal. So we're not watching the first episode. We're gonna watch this last one because you know, here's the deal, you guys. Okay. Okay, here's the thing. If if have you seen the idol? No? Oh my god. Are you crazy? Yeah, okay. Great. Y'all, here's the deal. So the idol is so wonderful. It's like about, here's the thing, <laughs> The weekend is in it, the singer The weekend, and he plays, I don't know, Tedros or something, <laughs> a guy named Tedros, <laughs> uh, which is how you know like somebody was really high when they wrote it, because they're like, what should we name him, Josh? No, Tedros. <laughs> ah, yes, yes, final answer, Tedros. Let's go with that. All right. So, um, uh, the weekend, whose real name is Abel Tesfaye. Oh, maybe that's where they got it from his last name. Anyway, but his na- his real name is Abel Tesfaye. But anyways, so he plays Tedros. <laughs> and this is how I imagine they pitched the show, because that's what my brain does. Um, so I was like, how did they pitch this show? And I was like, okay, well, this is how I imagine they pitched it. They said, imagine a world. They said, you know, all the studio executives at HBO, they said, lean in, lean in. Change the name of your app to Max. And they were like, what? That sounds like an amazing idea. And then they were like, and one more thing. <laughs> and they all leaned in. And they said, imagine a world where the weekend is sexy and then they said what (laughs) and they said no do it close your eyes and imagine a world where the weekend is sexy and they said shut your mouth how dare you say that how dare you i cannot imagine that i cannot and i shall not and they said you better that's the world of the idol and they said wow a fantastical world that we all would never visit without this show and they said that's the one that's the one and they said is his hair gonna be permed and they said it's better be (laughs) and they said shut your mouth and they said what about weird sex scenes they said Oh, the least sexiest sex scenes you can even imagine. And they said, shut your mouth. Oh, we are so in. And they said, well, what about songs? (laughs) Are we going to have him wailing in a high G (laughs) on every song on the soundtrack? And they said, you fucking know it, baby. And they said, all right, here's $40 billion. <laughs> we are so motherfucking in. And then that's how it all went down, you guys. So uh, that was uh, my uh, recount of when I was there. I was there because uh, I was supposed to be on the show. I was supposed to play Tetris. <laughs> oh, my goodness. But then they put a... a piece of cloth over my head and cut a little slit in it so I could breathe (laughs) and I said nope not for me I'm claustrophobic and um and then they said okay well we'll let we'll change that part to Johnny Depp's daughter and then we'll (laughs) we're gonna cast the weekend instead and I said all right but he can't sing as good as me anyway um so that's the story of the idol actually and you guys here lean in because i here's i want to talk about it really quickly i really need to take a break oh my god we gotta start this fucking show it's an hour long oh my god um sorry sorry you guys oh we had a lot to get into today all right um so oh here's what i want to talk about here's what i really want to talk about now if you've watched this show this is giving like britney spears 
circa 2008. Is that when the breakdown happened? It feels like, what was the guy's name? Um, uh, Sam something? He, where he like moved into her mansion and he was her new manager, which is like, and then she spiraled and went crazy. And that's what caused the, um, the, what is that called? The conservatorship. Like, but there was this, this was a whole segment of Britney Spears's life. And I feel like they just said, well, let's just do that. And I was like, you know, which is fine, but I'm just like, but y'all really are just going to act like this isn't just a segment of Britney Spears's life that you were acting like you made up and making a show and getting paid for. But what was that guy's name? Like that, that took over her house. I have to look this up now. You guys, you remember you. Hiring for your small business. If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Guys, he took over her house, her mansion. And it was, he was like playing her manager, Sam Lufty, Sam Lufty. Yeah. What happened to Sam Lufty? Yeah. 2007. Yeah. Now she has a five-year restraining order against him granted in 2019. Anyway. Yeah. Sam Lufty. I feel like The Weeknd is playing Sam Lufty and Lily Rose Depp is playing Britney Spears. And they're just doing a show about that little segment of her life before she like before all of the bad shit happened from her. But I will say, you know what? I think that's the thing, you guys, is that was for the for those of us who are aficionados, <laughs> we will admit that Blackout was her best album. And it's undefeatedly her best album. But that was during the dark time. <laughs> and so I think that that's what this show is actually all about. And... I'm fine with it. I'm fine with it. <laughs> fine with it. I love it. <laughs> it's only five episodes. I'm like, I need 25 more. <laughs> I don't understand. It's better than fucking succession. <laughs> Episode five, which I guess there were supposed to be six episodes, but now there's five. And I guess this is the finale. <laughs> Not really sure. You guys, I don't really know what's going on. Anyways, love the show. My favorite show. I'm going to start the show. And, um, and um, let's, uh, let's, let's take a break. Good to be back. You guys, we back. We back. We're on a break. You guys, we back. Thank you guys so much for coming back on Yes Be With SB. I'm your host, SB Randolph III, and here we are. We back. Season two is off to a hell of a hell of a rocky start. <laughs> but we back with a message from our sponsors. This summer, Live Nation presents TikTok's own Matt Rife in the White Privilege Tour. Hey, hey, uh, that's why I said I don't do that anymore because I don't I don't date ladies anyway. I'm so. <laughs> Wait, hey, you in the audience over there? Yeah. What? What? What are you? What are you talking about over there? Nothing. I'm sat here with my boyfriend. Oh, that's your boyfriend? Cause he kind of looks like he has a dumb face. <laughs> I had to say it. I had to say it. I'm white and I got privilege. My eyes, look at my titties. What? Hey. <laughs> what? Uh, what? I'm just up here trying to do my jokes. Let me look over there and see what it is. Oh, look at you. 
Oh man, y'all, she, she looks like she has her titties out. I love you, my wife's on my titties. Hey, I don't, I don't know about that, because I don't want to touch you, because then I could go to jail, but I probably won't go to jail, because I got white privilege. Hey, Matt Rife over here, everybody. Hey, Matt Rife, Matt Rife. Oh, you know what? I was gonna do one of my bad jokes, but I guess I don't have to. I'm just gonna sit here and talk, talk to y'all for a long time. What What do you want to talk to me about, you man right there? You, you look ugly. <laughs> look at him, everybody. He look like he got an ugly face. What do you want to say? Uh, Matt Rife, I was just, uh, wanted to let you know uh, that I'm a big fan of yours for several years. Oh man, that's that's awesome, man. That's awesome, man. I love I love all my fans, everything, everybody that I came here from took a talk. But you want to say something funny, so I could just be like, "What are you saying?" And then people will just laugh and and act like I said something funny instead of you saying the funny thing. You want to do that? Nah, man. I'm just here to enjoy the show. That's all. But if you. If you don't say nothing funny, then I don't have anything funny to say because I don't have a real set. I don't. This is just what I do. I don't have a. I don't have an actual set that I that I do with actual jokes and stuff. I just kind of make just kind of make funny. Kind of just make fun of y'all. <laughs> I don't actually. I don't actually, you know, write good jokes or anything. I just, just kind of just. Riding on my white privilege. <laughs> just look at look how cute my face is. <laughs> my wife, you see me on TikTok. I don't um, I don't know what to say. Why is everyone staring at me? Is it it's hot in the buttons? It's hot up on the stage. I'm just gonna take off my shirt. Yeah, man, take off your shirt. <laughs> oh, y- y'all like that? Well, looky there. We back like a crackback. You guys, we back. We back. We back. We back. We back. We black. I'm black. We're back. We're back like a crackback, y'all. Um. Okay, you guys. Oh, I'm... I'm 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 ankle deep into this episode of The Idol, starring the great Abel Tesfaye as Tedros and Lily Rose Depp as Jocelyn, and and a story that's not at all related to Britney Spears. Uh, so uh, here I'm I'm confused. You guys, I'm not gonna lie. To you. I'm I'm a little confused uh, because it's like this episode started episode five, you guys which I guess is the finale, but it started and I feel like, I feel like we might've skipped some stuff <laughs> because when last we left, everyone was under Tedros's spell, the spell of the, the sexual spell of Tedros. <laughs> everyone in the house, everyone in, in Britney Spears's mansion, I'm sorry, Jocelyn's mansion was under the sexual spell of Tedros. They even put the dog collar on, on um, what's the what's the little what's the little kid who sings some songs? What's his little name? Anyway, they put him and he shocked him on with the dog collar, and then they took the dog collar off, and he didn't actually beat the shit out of them and run away and call the cops. Instead, he just like hang around, you know, like just just like one does after you almost get shocked to death by a dog collar. Anyways, everyone was under the sexual spell of Tedros. When last we left, and he was making her sing some songs, and he was like, like hurting her, and choking her a little bit in front of everyone in the studio, and then, and she was singing a beautiful song like, I love you. And if you think that's an exaggeration, you haven't seen the show. <laughs> Every song that she sings just sounds like it's, I love you very much. Like, it's like, it's like, is she awake? Is she alive? We don't know, but Jocelyn is singing, apparently. When last we left, my point was, when last we left, everyone was under the sexual spell of Tedros. 
and here we are um, with this episode. And then she's just like, it's like we open up and she's like, okay, I'm done with you. You can leave, Tedros. And he's like, what? And I'm joining him with what? She's like, I'm done with you. That's all. And I'm like, oh, man, this can't be some ham-fisted dialogue <laughs> thrown in to move the story forward. Uh, no, this is this is organic as fuck. And so she, she's done with him, you guys. And so she's like, get out of here, Tetris. <laughs> I'm done with you. And your old sexual spell. We got a finale to shoot. So. <laughs> Let's get down to it. And so that's where we're at right now. So I'm not really sure what the fuck is going on anymore. But I still am a very big fan. And I still love everything about it. And I can't wait to see. Because I, the plot, I guess, boils down to... Um, they had, I guess, Hank Azari was on there, and he said, we need three songs for the showcase. <laughs> for the big showcase. Uh, just as every great plot, it is, you know, we need a very specific goal. We need three songs. <laughs> as all artists do, they just only, they need three. <laughs> for the showcase. <laughs> so... This all makes sense. I love the show. And um, and so uh, I'm guessing that I, I guess they're working on the last one right here. She So she doesn't need Tedros anymore because she's got her three songs. And then Tedros is looking pretty rough, you guys. He has a beard now. He's wearing his sunglasses during, like, the daytime inside, though, of the house. And he's drinking brown liquid out of a, out of a highball glass. And so do you ever... <laughs> If you ever want to indicate to the audience that your character is not doing well for themselves, get a highball glass, fill it with iced tea, and have them just chug it. <laughs> and that, my friends, is um, the motion pictures. <laughs> that, my friends, is show don't tell. <laughs> that, my friends, is the movies. All right, so... Uh, Tedros isn't doing well because he's got a big mane of nappy hair and <laughs> and an overgrown beard. And he's just chugging iced tea out of the prop cup that they gave him. So it's not looking good for Tedros. Anyways, I got to go back to this, guys. I got to see what's going on. I'll be right back. You guys, I'm not sure what's going on. I'm not sure what's going on. I feel here's the deal. You guys, you know that episode of Euphoria. Um, I think was at the end of last season and, and then... Um, one of the character, the character played by Dominic Fike, just um, was sitting on a bed. I, get, I think a bed, yeah. And then he just started singing a song for what felt like thirty minutes. And and you're like, when are they? When are they gonna do the plot of the show again? <laughs> What's going on here? <laughs> and then Dominic Fike was like, and that's why I loved her and you're like okay good good for you i just um what's going on <laughs> you guys i just feel like this is our last episode and i just feel like i mean we i feel like we should be you know it's like there's they're doing like a talent show where all of the lackeys that tedros brought into the house are like doing a, a song or a bit or something before um, the talent scouts, you know, in front of the talent scouts before they see Jocelyn. And I'm just kind of going, why? Why? <laughs> I mean, we've got five episodes and I don't really think you have one to burn here. <laughs> so just kind of really want to get, get the plot going. Anyway, uh, so I don't know, maybe... <laughs> I'm going to miss this show. They better bring it back. They better bring it back. All right, I'm going to... I'm going to keep going see, see if, if a plot emerges. <laughs> so, see if we ever going to deal with our main characters again. I'm not sure, you guys, but maybe soon. I will let you know. So, yeah, everybody on the show is singing. Everyone's singing. Everyone except for Jocelyn is singing. They're all just singing all just in a row now, just one, one after the other. And, um... <laughs> um the boyfriend who came over the last episode and you know when he he had sex with Jocelyn and and Tedros was mad about it but then um the the, the little white boy 
uh, told a, a, a scantily clad woman to sit in the boyfriend, uh, Jocelyn's ex-boyfriend's lap, and then he took a picture of it. So now the plot point is that, like, now the studio has said that they're removing him from the movie, and they said he's only in 5% of the movie, which is actually, I think, what happened to Amber Heard in um, uh, uh, in the Waterman movie. What is the fuck is this called? It's not called the Waterman. The Waterman movie. What was the fucking movie that she was in? Anyway, so when that trial went on, the, the studio came out and said, well, she's only in like 5% of the movie and they're digitally removing her. Anyways, this is a plot point that Lily Rose Depp's character is doing in this show. So um, this show is ripped from the headlines. <laughs> Literally ripped from her father's life, I guess. I don't know. It's getting awkward. Anyway, so the little white boy is singing now. He reminds me, here's the thing. He reminds me of... Um, Harry Styles and by that I mean like like a compliment like a good way um, but here's the thing about Harry Styles and me is um, like when I hear a Harry Styles song you guys I just kind of I go like this I go okay you know <laughs> like you know Harry Styles will finish his song like and that's the way that's the way I love girls allegedly and then um and then I'll listen. I'll finish listening to it. I'll go. Oh. Yeah. Okay. You know, like you know how it's like it's not it's not bad, but it's not good. You know, like <laughs> just kind of something that happened. <laughs> it's not the greatest song you ever heard. It's certainly not the worst. Um, just kind of something that happened. Um. Anyways, that's what this kid sounds like. <laughs> so, might as well be Harry Styles singing, as far as I'm concerned, because it sounds just, just, just shy of, just shy of gray. You know, if if gray was a sound, <laughs> it would be this guy and Harry Styles. So, you know, like I don't know. It's it's great. It's great. I'm so happy for him. Proud of him. Who did he? I feel like he beat Beyonce or something for album of the year or something. So I do feel like I have every reason to hate Harry Styles <laughs> for making his damn elevator music. <laughs> oh my god, it's so great. Anyways, I love I love Harry Styles. I love Harry Harry's house was a great album. I heard people say that. <laughs> I heard him say that, and so I don't know. He's probably signed with CAA. <laughs> so. Okay, they just screwed over the girl, um, the girl from Blackpink, the one that um, they gave Jocelyn's song to, the the song that's supposed to be Gimme, the Gimme More song where, you know, that's supposed to be <laughs> in, in the Britney Spears lore of this film. It's supposed to be Gimme More because, you know, the music video that they were shooting at the beginning of the 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 show was clearly reminiscent of Britney's MTV Music Video Awards performance of Gimme More at at that hotel when they had the the VMAs at um at that hotel in Vegas and then she had that awful performance of Gimme More <laughs> of her <laughs> the awful performance of a great her greatest song ever <laughs> and um and she looked like she was just like just wandering around the stage anyways she couldn't focus or whatever anyway so that was clearly meant to emulate Britney's epic Gimme More MTV Video Music Awards performance, which if you haven't seen, I'm sure it's on YouTube. Um and in Vegas where she's just wandering on stage and in that ill fitting outfit. <laughs> they doing Britney so dirty on this they doing it so dirty. <laughs> Good for her. Did you guys hear that Britney Spears has a new musical on Broadway, by the way? It's called like uh Once Upon a One More Time. Yeah. And it's like it she's like okayed this she like sanctioned it and but she didn't want it to be about her life but apparently it uses Britney Spears music and it tells like fairy tales like different fairy tales that are done differently I don't really know I don't know I haven't seen it anyways but it's called Once Upon a One More Time <laughs> and <laughs> it's Britney Spears like jukebox musical on Broadway I guess now I'm not sure whatever good for them did you guys watch the Tonys <laughs> This is taking a turn. Let's go. The let just a few more minutes of the idol, 
of the, the beautiful idol <laughs> left. <laughs> not at all a train wreck. Not at all misguided. And it totally makes <laughs> perfect sense, you guys. The show. The show is great. I'm going to go back to watching it. Good for her. <laughs> you guys, you guys, remember when the weekend... This is a side note, you guys. Remember when the weekend... <laughs> Remember when the weekend went, it was like a five-year period, <laughs> I feel like pre-pandemic, like a five-year period where the weekend just, he like, I, I guess he was like just releasing a bunch of albums and a bunch of songs, but he was doing them as like different characters or maybe the same character. And the character had all these, you know, was going through all this stuff and the character had like different faces and things. Do you guys know what I'm talking about? I feel like this is the whole thing. <laughs> I thought that it was like going to culminate in something. I think uh, maybe I thought that's what this show was or something. It was like the culmination of whatever the fuck that it was. I'm not crazy, you guys. You guys remember that? I think he was even playing one of the characters when he did, uh, when he headlined the Super Bowl show. How did he get a Super Bowl show? <laughs> They're just now getting Rihanna after that. They're like the weekend first. He's going to be playing Tedros. <laughs> we'll get him first and then Rihanna seven to ten years later. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways I remember he did do the super bowl right i feel like i was it was like mirrors or something it was during the pandemic was it 2020 oh they just got anybody they could get back then huh <laughs> just like who's available who will who will put up with us just don't say george floyd please like those are the terms of the contract the um yeah anyways but he was he was doing that weird character Y'all know what I'm talking about? And he had all these different faces. Google it. And he, I feel like he released a bunch of albums as the different characters or something. Or a bunch of music videos as the different characters. And one of them was, it's like they had a facelift or something. And one of them, he was walking around for a while with like a bandage on his nose. Y'all know what I'm talking about? This all, this happened. Or was that, it's like a fever dream. I feel like, but this happened, you guys, right? Please, somebody validate me and tell me that this is real. Anyways, the weekend, good for him. <laughs> confirm with whatever the fuck that was all right you guys you guys it's over you guys that's it it's it's over maybe forever maybe not but um i'm, I'm fine either way anyways <laughs> the idol better than succession i'll tell you that much <laughs> um here's the deal you guys here's my biggest my my biggest assessment my greatest, my most thought-provoking assessment is, here's what I think happened, you guys. <laughs> so lean in. Here's what happened. I think that they got bad reviews, and they said it was, like, misogynistic and terrible show. And then they said, you know what? We'll just do some quick rewrites. You know what? You know what? <laughs> we can fix this. <laughs> uh, what about episodes uh, 7 through 10? Throw them out. <laughs> Throw them out. No, 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 no. We can't, we can't show those. No, no, no. Here's what we'll do. <laughs> <laughs> scrap uh four or five episodes and then we're gonna um we'll just take this last episode and then we'll just be like she'll just be like you know we need him to be away from her so then she'll just be like um get away go away <laughs> well is that set up in any way no 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 she's just gonna just be like go away <laughs> and then and then by the end she's gonna be like come back but I'm in charge, and I've been in charge the whole time. <laughs> and then it'll just feel like it was a feminist tale all along. What do you guys think? <laughs> Everyone's like, sure, yeah, we just, <laughs> sure, sure, why not, who cares? Is is is, is Abel Tesfaye going to take off that weird thing he has on his face or no? <laughs> Yo, I swear, I thought all that stuff he was doing... With, remember when it like he had bandages on his head? Uh, everyone's like, oh, he had plastic surgery. Or something. Did he have plastic surgery? But everyone was saying it was like a character or something that he was working on. I swear they were just filming this show for a while, and I thought that that's what that was for. I was like, oh, so when this HBO thing comes out, then that'll be. But didn't he also have an HBO concert? I cared. A, here's the thing. I care enough to ask a bunch of dumb questions right now, but not enough to Google it. So... <laughs> so i will probably never know the answer to any of these questions but good for him i'm glad he did all of the things he wanted to do and this was one of them <laughs> good for him 
I love that for him. And I love that for you. <laughs> ah, and it has been a joy. You guys, we back. We, we, we back. I forgot my catchphrase already. <laughs> Son of a bitch. Oh, I forgot my catchphrase. Hi, you want to know your catchphrase? Oh, Matt Rife. Are you going to tell me my catchphrase? <laughs> Did you steal my catchphrase? I didn't steal it. I just kind of took it, man. You took me, let me have it, and I was like, all right, I'm going to take it. Okay, well, <laughs> all right, Matt. So, what was my catchphrase? It was, we back like a crackback. Ah, that's right. We back like a crackback. Back on this podcast. Thank you, audience. Goodbye. You see, I ain't nobody laughing or clapping or anything, huh? It's because you're not white like me. Well, thank you, Matt Rife. You want me to take off my shirt? Not, not really. No, oh, well, there he goes. Okay, well, yeah, okay. Well, you guys seem to enjoy it. You guys, we back. We back. For eight to ten more. For eight to ten one more again you guys we back that's so much fun i'm so glad that you could not watch the idol with me because i know you're probably watching it <laughs> but if you are you know what i'm talking about <laughs> uh we'll be back next week you guys i'm so excited to share the journey of this film festival with you guys we spoke it into existence and here it is <laughs> so <laughs> excited to share all the other fun stuff that's happening as soon as i can and so, yeah, I got to get ready for the festival. Follow me on social media if you aren't already. At SB Randolph on everything. Um, this is Yes with SB. SB is out. See you next week. I'm going to go listen to Pound Town. <laughs> <laughs>it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus. Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultrasoft Tissues, your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultrasoft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist-approved, so fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head-on.